Two lanes have reopened. Still following delays, though. Southbound 95 approaching uh, County Road 210 near the rest area at the Duval St. John's County line following an earlier crash. Multiple vehicles and serious injuries were continuing to update delays every six minutes. <laughs> President Biden defending the drawdown in Afghanistan. I stand squarely behind my decision. U.S. flights out of the Capitol have resumed. One. Florida Senator Marco Rubio blames the White House for failing to follow warnings about the risks posed by a rushed exit in Afghanistan. The biggest problem here is going to be now that al-Qaeda is coming back to, 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 to Afghanistan. Let there be no doubt. They are coming back. Area Representative Michael Waltz, a Green Beret who served in Afghanistan, continues our team coverage. And from a personal perspective and not political, you had skin in the game for multiple months and months and months. As you looked at the takeover of the Taliban, how swift it was and how swiftly it melted away, did any of that stun you at just uh, how fast it all happened? No, actually, it didn't. Uh, and uh, President Biden's own intelligence community had briefed Congress on multiple occasions uh, that uh, the Taliban were in a very strong position uh, and that if we pulled out, people need to understand that we pull out our military, we also pulled out our intelligence and our contractors. Uh, and the contractors were providing maintenance, logistics, intelligence, uh, all of those critical things. Coupled with us uh, pulling out our air support, uh, it's not surprising to me that it that it happened that quickly. And, and many of us uh, warned several administrations that this would happen if we uh, if we pulled out too fast. And you would have thought the team around Biden, which is the same team around that was around Obama would have learned from the reckless pullout of Iraq that led to the rise of ISIS, a caliphate the size of Indiana, and attacks around the world. So what do we do next? What is the immediate next step? What role do you want to have in that? And might you have expertise yeah. that uh, could be used in this? Well, and that's what you know, was so frustrating about Biden's speech yesterday. A lot of justification and, frankly, excuses for how we got here. But very little vision of what we do in the very immediate term and in the long term. In the immediate term, we have thousands and thousands of American citizens trapped behind Taliban lines. We may control the airport, but the Taliban have surrounded the airport and are not letting people through. So are the military authorized to go get those folks? Will they go outside of Kabul? We now have three times as many military there, 7,000 than the 2,500 Biden inherited from Trump. Uh, number two, how are we going to get 80 to 90,000 Afghan interpreters who stood and fought with us and deserve, uh, uh, we have a moral obligation to take care of them and a national security obligation, 80, 90,000 of them and their families. How are we going to get them out? How long are we going to keep this air bridge uh, open? And then longer term, I have yet to see a plan a counterterrorism plan that will deal with al-Qaeda 3.0. Al-Qaeda and the Taliban are married at the hip. They will come roaring back. They're like a cancer that will spread across the region. How long will Biden allow that to fester? Because here's the thing, not a single country surrounding Afghanistan, not one, despite repeated requests, have authorized any bases uh, or any American troops to be there. So we're in a worse place than we were in 2001. Uh, and when American soldiers have to go back, they're going to have no bases, no local allies, uh, and the Taliban are going to be armed to the teeth because they're seizing massive, massive storehouses of tanks, heavy weaponry, ammunition. Uh, this is a disaster of historic proportions. 
across multiple levels, humanitarian, from a counterterrorism standpoint, America is far less safe. And the biggest piece is the message it sends to our allies around the world. Imagine if you're sitting in Taiwan or Ukraine or other places like that watching how this administration just abandoned our allies. There was an opening to a peace deal brokered by the former President Trump with the Taliban. Is there an opening still at this point? Is it far too gone past that opportunity or uh, that, window for that to happen? Yeah, you know, honestly, the continued begging of the Taliban to come to the table actually only emboldens them and raises their statue in jihadi circles for the for the leader of the free world to saying, please, Let's talk peace when they're in such a position of strength. The Taliban understand leverage, they understand strength, and they understand bombs, uh, period. Uh, and we should not be back at a table until we're in a position to leverage. And by the way, there's still an American held hostage there that's been there for the last year and a half, a Navy veteran named Mark Frerichs. One would have thought with all of those negotiations, we could have at least gotten him out in exchange for, for our withdrawal. So uh, I have an utter lack of confidence in this team. And again, it's the same team that led to the disaster in Iraq, Benghazi, the trade for Bergdahl. Uh, it, you know, I, I, we should see resignations and we should see accountability and responsibility for this disaster. How high up do you want to see the resignations go? Well, at a minimum, uh, the, the Secretary of State and Secretary of Defense. Uh, you know, th there's one thing that the policy, but somebody needs to take uh, responsibility for no plan to get Americans out, pulled all of our military assets out before Americans are out. We're talking about thousands that are trapped. No plan to take care of our SIV, uh, of our uh, Afghan allies, and no effective counterterrorism plan to lead uh, to continue the fight against al Qaeda. I'm not, as a member of Congress, going to wait until we have the next 9-11 or Pulse nightclub or San Bernardino. There are some resistance groups still there, uh, and, and I'm going to, with others, push the administration to continue this fight, not wait for it to follow us home. Northeast Florida representative and uh, former uh, Afghanistan uh, uh, war veteran uh, in Afghanistan and Green Beret, Michael Waltz. Thanks for the time. Always appreciate the insight. 8.53, the five-day weekend WOKV first alert forecast now with Action News Jack's chief meteorologist, Mike Burrish.